Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of the Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. You Made Me Watch, the podcast where a married couple, played by me, Allison Bobbitt, and my lovely husband, Michael Bobbitt, over Hello. there, make each other watch movies the other has never seen before. Hello. Mike is a really old man with saggy no. balls, because he's 50 years old, yes. and I am young and nubile. This is the week that I get to tell Mike what movie he's going to watch next week. What the actual fuck are you doing? Oh, I just wanted to uh be me. We were well no, we were watching uh RuPaul's Drag Race finally and I, I wanted to gender swap. But knowing okay. everything that goes involved with uh drag, uh, particularly the tucking. Whew. Uh and the uh, not breaking your ankles while walking in heels. Jesus, and the de- like the kicks and the deadfall like and the the tape to, the tape, you know, because I have droopy eyes, and the jumps, the jumping into splits. Yeah, I thought just because I had a cool drag name and knew enough lyrics to Barbara Streisand songs that I could lip sync the hell out of them, meant I would be a good drag queen. But no, girlfriend, Mm-mm. a lot more work goes into it. It is an art form, and they are absolute magic. Yes, truly. Oh, I just want to throw this in because it's timely, at least for today. It might not be. But there was recently um, a protest in Royal Oak. Oh, yeah. There's there's a bookstore in Royal Oak that has um, drag queen story time. Royal Oak, Michigan. Royal Oak, Michigan. And, you know, like a lot of libraries or bookstores do. And there was a small, well, not a small, a large conservative community that was trying to get it canceled because they think it's grooming children. And so they showed up to protest this weekend, and only about 10 to 20 people showed up from the conservative group. There was a counter-protest by people in support of the of the bookstore, and hundreds and hundreds of people showed up to counter-protest, and it was a huge embarrassment. Let me just say something. As far as grooming children goes, Benji's hair is getting out of control, <laughs> and sometimes when I put let him put together his outfits, and he's matching Mickey Mouse with monster trucks, mmm. Someone needs to groom him because his grooming habits are gag. Like, no, gag's a good thing. Gag is a good thing. Oh, damn. I don't. Good I told you I, I can understand drag. I just can't speak it yet. No, you can't. Yeah. We're, we've only watched like three episodes, so we're, yeah. we're trying really hard. But yeah. yeah, no, sometimes you picked out an outfit and I'm like, you you picked that out today, didn't you? Yeah. 
I would you be were in charge. Drag, by the way, if I ever did drag, which I will not, and my name would have been Betty Sinew. The it's pun, yeah. Bet he's in, in you. you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm realizing from watching the show that there's one judge who's really good at puns and very smart, and a lot of the other people on the show are not the smartest testicles tucked up into the body cavity. You know what? It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Everyone brings something to the table. Yes, exactly. It's okay. So, what are you bringing to the table this week? I decided to do a rom com. Okay. We're hot off a working girl. We are hot off a working girl. And I went with a rom-com that um, is streaming for free because you keep getting mad at me for making you pay (laughs) for movies that suck. And I don't know that this is going to suck, but it's a rom-com. I was just a guest on the Are You Listening podcast where we're uh, also on the Joy Road Media Network. And uh, I had them listen to Chumbawamba's album Anarchy, which is a great album. It's their poppiest of albums. It came out before... Uh, Tub Thumper with, you know, has the song Tub Thumping. Mm-hmm. And, um, or I might have gotten that backwards. But uh, yeah. it, it, it's uh, an album I think is really, really great. It spawned three hit singles in the UK. And I thought, okay, well, I listen to this on Spotify all the time. The week that I had them listen to it, it dropped off of Spotify. Oh, no. And they both had to pay for the iHeartRadio app to listen to this album. Oh, no. And I felt so bad about that. I was like, no, it's on there. I listen to it all the time. And then I tried to find it afterwards, and I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Fell and off. I told him, I was like, I wouldn't do that to you guys, because Allison makes me do that on You Made Me Watch all the time, where she makes me watch some piece of shit god-awful <laughs> movie, and I end up having to pay wow. three or four bucks on top of it. Wow. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm just saying flubber. I know. Flubber, I think, was a free one. It was, so don't even There are examples. There are examples, but Flubber is not the correct one. Yeah. Okay, so what are you making me watch? So I am making you watch Notting Hill. Ooh, that is a Hugh Grant movie. It is. And that is about all I know about it. Are there any Americans in it at all? Yes. Is it a Julia Roberts one, too? Yes. She is the American that I believe. Okay. Then that is all I know about it. Yep. A very ordinary boy bumps into a girl and takes her home. The bathroom's on the top floor. It happens all the time. But she is no ordinary girl. She is Anna Scott, the most famous film star in the world. And when they get together... Everyone has something to say. Anna Scott. Anna Scott. Anna Scott. Hello, Anna. Scott. Hi, guys. Oh, Jesus, fuck. They always do that when I leave the house. This is a peculiarly strange person to have um, got involved with. It's not Fergie, is it? You must be Spike. Thank you, God. I don't want to interfere on the thing, but she's in your house. Yes. Well, isn't this perhaps a nice opportunity to slip the one? Spike. But when two worlds collide... I live in Notting Hill, you live in Beverly Hills. Everyone in the world knows who you are. And the news is bad... Tomorrow, there'll be pictures of you in every newspaper in your goddamn underwear! And getting worse... I went out in my goddamn underwear too. Get out! How does an ordinary boy... Let's stay calm. No, you can stay calm! ...keep the most famous girl in the world? The fame thing isn't really real. I'm also just a girl. 
standing in front of a boy. Asking him to love her. You daft prick. The creators of Four Weddings and a Funeral invite you to join Julia Roberts and Hugh Grant in a place called Notting Hill. Um, I wouldn't go outside. Ooh, I'm excited. I know literally two things about it now. Oh, good. I think it's written or directed by someone I really like. Uh, it is directed by Roger Mitchell. Ooh. So it's written by Richard Curtis, who also yes. wrote uh, Pirate Radio, Love Actually, and one of my all-time favorite movies, About Time, mm-hmm. with uh, Donald Gleason. I am really excited for this. Yeah. I think you'll actually enjoy it. It's a it, like I said, it's a, it's a rom com. It's a very basic rom com, but I, I do think that you'll like it. Again, I think Julia Roberts is the only American in it. I have very very high hopes for this. Dylan Moran from Shaun of the Dead and mm-hmm. Calvary is in it as yes. well, so yes. I'm excited to see him in another movie mm-hmm. because I think he's really good in the two movies that I've seen him in. Uh, wow. Um, oh, I'm so excited for this one. Yeah. Oh, Misha I, I Barton's in this playing. She's um, a child in this. Yeah. She's playing someone at 12 years old. Yeah. I, I do. I do think that you'll like it. I really I do think that you'll enjoy it. It's 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 a fun one. Nice. And it's streaming on Netflix, so you don't have to pay for it. Sanjeev Bhaskar, who plays Kane in the Sandman series, mm-hmm. is in it, too. He's a. um a uh, British character actor who I really like a lot. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, there's a there's enough stuff in here where I am Emma Chambers is in it who I I love uh she passed away a couple years ago. Pretty young. Oh, she died at 53. Yes, she passed away in 2018. You'll know her if you see her. She's I'm looking at her career and I don't recognize anything. She's a a, a British character actress, but you know She's very, she's very cute in this. You know, what I think will be fun is to see how many people from this are in Game of Thrones. <laughs> I'm, I'm very, very excited for this. All if right. nothing, uh, Rise Iphons. Yes. Yeah. I like if him If nothing a lot. else, fun. I am 100% confident in saying this will be a better movie than Working Girl. Probably. Okay. Probably. Well, since you recommended that, can I do the non-show recommendations? Can yes. I start? Yeah, go for it. I hope I'm not uh, taking wind out of your sails. Pun intended. <gasps> oh, I think I know what you're going to say. Our Flag Means Death. Yes. So Our Flag Means Death is about Steed Bonnet, the gentleman pirate, and his relationship, and his quote-unquote, or as we say on the truth cast, angry bunny, angry bunny, <laughs> Friendship uh, or uh, with Blackbeard the Pirate. Yes. And it is historically loosely based on fact. It's pretty uh, accurate. It, it's more accurate than Cocaine Bear. I'll give you yeah. that. Yeah. But it is not super, super accurate at all. Like it hits the important beats, I think. Um, save for one giant plot line, I would say. But a lot of the stuff that you're like, there's no way that happened. It definitely actually happened. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it, it is interesting. And what I like about it is it's kind of funny. 
to think that this ridiculous comedy from the you know people who brought you Flight of the Concords and What We Do in the Shadows, mm-hmm. uh, this ridiculously bloody pirate comedy is also one of the most LGBTQ plus positive shows on television. Right yeah. Now. Which also is fairly historically accurate. Like pirates, it was cool that they uh, hooked up with each other as long as they didn't do butt stuff. Yeah, you're out on the sea for years. And you might not see anyone else other than your shipmates for years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they they blew each other a lot. Yeah. And it's pretty ethnically diverse, which is pretty true, too. A lot of times yeah. pirates were uh, capturing slave ships and giving the slaves the option of, hey, you want to come work for us where you can either get a portion of the plunder or a salary, which is something that seems ridiculous in the show that pirates were given the option of just having a weekly salary. Mm -hmm. But that is historically accurate as well, too. And um, did that for his crew. Yeah, it's uh, Rise Darby and Taika Waititi. Mm -hmm. And uh, it is an absolutely (laughs) lovely show filled with... A lot of comedians, character actors. Mm. It's so good. I highly recommend it. Uh, The first season is streaming on HBO Max, Mm -hmm. which apparently is soon to just become Max. And uh, uh, season two, I believe, is in production. So I'm really excited about it. I've been researching the true lives of Steed Bonnet and Blackbeard the Pirate to see where season two might go. And there are a variety of things that they could be doing with the show. And uh, I'm really excited to see how they're going to warp history into making it something really comedic. Because even the real life death of Steed Bonnet is kind of absurdly hilarious. Yes. So what's your recommendation? So mine is also a television show, and I am recommending Abbott Elementary. Look at us both uh, suggesting <laughs> super woke shows. Yeah. I'm I'm suggesting a super queer friendly show, and you are suggesting a show that up until they introduced the vending machine guy, yeah. there were zero straight white feet straight white males on. Yes, yeah. And yeah. he's you know you know, yeah, he's, he's a, a reoccurring character. Yeah, but periodically. Yeah, it is such an excellent show. It is. And I think that's pretty ballsy because, like, even Black Panther, being this groundbreaking Marvel movie, mm-hmm. still needed Martin Freeman there to make all the straight <laughs> white male fanboys feel safe. Like, yeah. oh, thank God Bilbo Baggins is in this thing. <laughs> yes. We don't have to feel alienated. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, it's such a great choice, Allison. It's a really good show. Um. I think what I like the most about it is that it's very honest about the struggles of public schools, even though it's, you know, a comedy, uh, you know, a a situation comedy. It's still... Is that what sitcom stands for? It is. Oh. Yeah. You're welcome. Just drop some knowledge on you. Um, Learn something new. Not today. I've always known that. Oh, you brat. One of the most recent episodes, they kind of touched on issues with charter schools. You know, there's a charter school trying to convert Abbott Elementary into charter. But, you know, at the end of one of the episodes, a mother shows up and she's like, I put my kid in the charter academy. They just kicked him out because he wasn't testing high enough. And and that's very true of, of charter schools is, you know, they want the high test scores so that they can continue to get money. Um 
you know, so th- that it seems like, you know, your kid can thrive there. And some kids really do. Some kids really do thrive in a charter school. But, you know, not everybody has access to that. And, and I think it really shows how important it is to pay attention to your public school. What I really like about the show is the fact that it's showing a very broad range of philosophies and teaching styles mm-hmm. where you have the veteran teachers who have been there for a while. You have a lot of the more progressive tech savvy, young newer teachers. teachers, younger teachers, but they never make it about the young teachers helping the dinosaurs adapt and not go extinct. And it isn't about the uh, veterans knowing more than the naive newbies. Yeah. Like, Everyone has some knowledge to bring to the table, and I think that is a very important lesson that the show teaches on every single week. Mm-hmm. We could go down the whole cast list and talk about how amazing absolutely everyone is, but instead of doing that, if there were a spinoff show with just that followed one character mm-hmm. in particular, who would you follow? Because there's not a weak link on the show. I, th- I think we both agree on that. I know she's the villain, technically, but Janelle James as Ava Coleman, because she's the principal who's, like, not really qualified to be the principal. Right. I can see her having a spinoff where she's not really qualified to be the superintendent or, you know, something like that. And even though her character is incredibly unlikable, Janelle James herself is awesome. Yeah, her stand-up is nothing like the character she plays on television, mm-hmm. which Ava was such a polarizing character that it made me think, I don't know if I can continue with this show. But once season two starts, her character starts to show more depth. Like season one is just kind of broad strokes, letting yeah. you know who everyone is in the world. But uh, season two, you get to learn more of the nuances of the character. And her stand-up is really great, yeah. which goes to show what an excellent actor she is. Yes. For me, the character I would most want to follow is Mr. Johnson. (laughs) The janitor. Yeah. He is so much fun. He has all these absurd stories from his past that it's like, it's one of those things where my personal take is that he's telling the truth on all of these bizarre things that he's done. I would love a story like a show, even if it was just like a web short where it's just him telling inappropriate stories to kids mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, that reminds me when I was uh, a roadie for a roadie for the Rolling Stones and I got Miss Mick Jagger's uh, Coke dealer arrested. And and then like just cut to like different actors playing that character in flashbacks and just bookend the show yeah. with him telling these stories. I'm and, here for it. Yeah, I he is such a well-written he is. well-performed character. He's like a, a classically trained theater and screen actor who has hundreds of credits. And yeah. William Stanford Davis. William Stanford Davis. This is the first time I've really noticed him in things and it, it's incredible because he's been in so many things. Yes, he is. Over a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I like said, you said, over a hundred things. And, you know, he's he's just an excellent character actor. And mm-hmm. anytime an excellent character actor gets an opportunity to be on a weekly show where I'm like, gotta love that paycheck, you know, because. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know if we've ever mentioned it on the podcast before, but we used to live in L.A. And. Um, An ally. Yeah. And we lived in Los Feliz, uh, which Los borders Feliz. Silver Lake. So. 
we would shop at the grocery store with a lot of character actors. Yes. And uh, yeah, I, I always, you know, would think like, I wonder if they have to like do like temping from time to time or if they're just like getting by on residuals. Like I, I really I am curious know. about the life of character actors and yeah. what they do between gigs. I don't know. So, you know, a steady paycheck like this just has to be wonderful. So, yeah, well, I'm sure. I, I agree. This is a uh, uh, I'm very happy about this. I, I like both of our choices. I think thematically they fit together very well. And I'm also excited for Notting Hill. OK, good. Awesome. Nice. Well, join us next week as we cover a British rom-com with the obligatory American superstar. Yeah. So you don't feel too alienated exactly. by all the funny accents. I know. They're funny. Coolio. Are you happy that you said Coolio? A little. Really? I did a weird smile afterwards because I was like, well, I'm 40. Yeah, you are. All yeah. right. Well, until <laughs> next time, Tone Loke. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, bye.